For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We're back. Episode 3 of the UCLA Bruins Basketball Podcast. We're your hosts, David and Travis Ware, part of the Believe Podcast Network. Let's get off and running. Let's do a little post-game analysis of the UCLA Bruins game on Wednesday night against Long Beach State. Um, let's talk a little about the pros and cons that we saw. What, what did you see that you really liked on the defensive end? On the defensive end, I did like to see uh, the ball pressure that we had on the perimeter. I thought that we also dominated the glass. Uh, we only allowed six offensive rebounds. Uh, yeah, we out-rebounded them 38-29 to 29 overall. I think we're going to out-rebound a lot of opponents this year. We have a lot of big athletic bigs, and especially when we see that tall lineup, that big lineup that Mick Cronin played on Wednesday night with Chris Smith, Jalen Hill, and Cody Riley. Mm-hmm. A lot of teams aren't going to be able to compete with that on the glass. I expect, you know, Chris Smith being the size that he is at the three position, I expect him to get at least, you know, six to seven rebounds a game. And he led the Bruins on Wednesday night with eight boards overall. Mm-hmm. Jay- and then Jalen Hill also contributing seven rebounds in his 20 minutes. Um, it was great to see that. Uh, for, you know, another pro, I did like the way we talked. We got to switches. We communicated well. Um, it was... Probably a bit uncharacteristic for the Long Beach State team to shoot the percentage they did because watching that game, I felt that we played pretty good defense, but they just made difficult shots. They made a lot of contested threes with hands in their face and hands in the shooting pocket. They also made a lot of contested two-point jump shots, which you're going to live with. Those are low percentage shots mm-hmm. to begin with. So, like I said, they, they shot 46% from field goals and, and 47% from three, which is which is pretty impressive for the defense that the Bruins are playing. But for a first game, that's good that they face that. You want to play good defense and still have tough breaks like that because that goes to show you, like, hey, you can play great defense, but sometimes your back might be against the wall. Uh, the Bruins are 1-0, most importantly. Mm-hmm. It was a great test at home. They got down early. They had to call their way back, and they ended up executing down the stretch and getting the dub. So overall, I'm happy with it. I know that it looks like they have some stuff to clean up. We can move on offensively now. I think I had some questions there. And early on in the game, I, was, I got a little bit frustrated watching it because I thought the Bruins, from a, negative, from a negative standpoint for me, was they were executing a lot deep into the shot clock with five to ten seconds left. And I thought that their backs were against the wall a lot offensively. Yeah, that's a great observation. And I think one thing that stood out to me that I think led to them getting shots late in the shot clock was the fact that they were starting their offenses so high. A lot of their wing catches and wing touches were way outside the three-point line. Just, which, they weren't a threat at all. They so were Long Beach op- State was almost loading up and. It was hard to get the penetration needed to create an open shot. Yeah, because Long Beach State was packing the paint because we weren't getting catches in good operating areas. And it doesn't help that I don't think this Bruins team has great shooters, especially spot-up knockdown shooters. I think some of our better shooters are you know, Jaime and Jake, who are freshmen, freshmen and they might not be ready to play just because of... you know. 
possibly defensive liabilities Prince right Ali now. Prince Ali can knock it down too. I think for him it's more of a confidence factor. You saw him miss a few early on and he kind of passed up a few later in the game to dribble into a two or try to dribble to the rim and shoot contested shots. But I did like he did nail a huge three-pointer with about two minutes left to uh, put the Bruins up by four. Yeah. So, you know, it was nice to see him have the confidence to shoot that ball and knock it down. But I think this is going to be something that the Bruins need to work on a little bit because that is going to lead to a little bit of a stagnant uh, offense when when these teams could just load up in the paint because we're not shooting the ball from the outside. Like, how many times do we see guys catch the ball right at the three-point line, wide open, nobody around them, but then hesitate and then put the ball on their ground and go into a contested two-pointer. Quite a few times. Or or force a shot at the rim. From their starting lineup, Tiger looks like the best three-point shooter, the best perimeter shooter that Mm -hmm. the Bruins have, but that's also their shot creator. That's also the guy that they're going to rely on to get downhill and drive and create, you know, dump down passes to the dunker mm-hmm. for Cody Riley and Jalen Hill. Mm-hmm. So you need their perimeter players like um, uh, Prince Ali and Jules Bernard to be catch-and-shoot guys mm-hmm. and not always look to go one-on-one and take uh, try to get to the rack or take contested two-pointers. Yeah, because as an offensive player, when I see a guy who catches the ball who's wide open and I'm expecting him to shoot it and I'm already crashing the glass crashing. and then all of a sudden that he decides, oh wait, I'm going to drive. It messes, it messes the spacing, up The yep. spacing is messed up. The rhythm of the offense is messed up. Yeah. You have to take open shots when, we're, when, you're, when they're there because you're not going to get, a, most likely, you're not going to get a higher percentage yeah. shot but, than that. And we are being critical of the Bruins right now and it is their first game and they are going to clean up some things. But this is just simply you know, our perspective and yeah. what we saw. But... I think there is a lot of promise there. Like I liked, I liked that they seemed pretty balanced with Jalen Hill and Cody Riley down inside. When we got the ball down low, we were really effective scoring around the rim. Um, we had 14 offensive rebounds. We looked really big and good inside with Chris Smith crashing the glass, putting the ball, getting the ball around. Once the rim. these guys get with the athletes that we have and the length and the size that the Bruins have, once we have more continuity and once we get more comfortable offensively. Even defensively, the Bruins are going to be a formidable opponent, not only in the pack, but I think across the country. I think with it being the first game, I think some of the shooting woes, you know, you could could chalk it up to maybe a little bit of emotion and uh, yeah, being a little bit anxious. So we'll see going forward. We got we got a really tough opponent on Sunday, so we'll see what the what the bounce back is going to be. But I think one of the other things that stood out to me was just we had 14 turnovers, 13 assists. Um, We need to clean some of those turnovers were unforced turnovers, just simple dribbling off your foot or like I saw a couple turnovers just passing catching from eight feet away yeah. and just bouncing the ball right out mm-hmm. of bounds and that's just continuity not mm-hmm. playing in a in real game situation mm-hmm. uh, the Bruins will clean those ones up mm-hmm. I mean we did have 11 steals which allowed us to get out and run a little bit which yeah. was nice to see they did when they did get rebounds I liked that the way they pushed it in transition and got out and played um but yeah I think just the biggest thing on the offensive end is taking the open shots when you get it and just starting our offense a little bit lower like we're, I just felt like we played too high which led us to shots late in the shot clock which you know aren't high percentage shots yeah the Long Beach State 49ers did shoot 46 percent on the game 47 percent from the three um, you see they did outscore or not outscore but outshoot UCLA in both of those categories mm-hmm. um 
but we're thankful to come out with a win, and we made plays down the stretch when we needed them the most. We played we played winning basketball down the stretch that allowed us to go to one and zero, which is the most important thing going forward. Yeah, you know, Long Beach. I will I will say Long Beach in the first half looked more comfortable. Well, I think they're the underdog. You know, anytime you're the underdog going into a game, you feel more free. Yeah. You're on attack mode. You're you're not really thinking about your shots. You're just out there shooting. I think Mick Cronin's first season. You know the expectations around UCLA basketball. Anytime you're UCLA basketball, you come out on the floor. You're expected to win games, and I'm sure the guys were pressing a little bit because that early run from Long Beach State probably, you know, got them a little bit anxious and was like, "Oh shoot, we we got to pick this up. We can't be affording to lose our first game at home." Let's move on and talk a little bit about some of the pros that we saw offensively. And I know it's early on, and we were a little bit critical. Mm-hmm. of what we what we didn't like but what are some of the things that we we did see and we did like i did like you know tiger does a great job facilitating the offense um he does a great job getting to the paint with the dump down passes to cody riley and Jalen hill and he does a good job kicking the ball out and finding the open shooters too we just need to shoot those shots um look we had four guys finish in double figures offensively we dominated them on the glass which is great to see uh, a guy like Chris Smith, who I think Mick Cronin is going to look to mentor this year and kind of elevate his game, had um, kind of a rocky start in the first couple minutes, but man, he finished off great. He had the game ceiling block. He finished with 13, 8, 3 assists and 2 steals, so overall a great game in 31 minutes. I did like what I saw from Jalen Hill coming in off the bench too, played 20 minutes, had 7-7, seven and seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like you said, Tiger Campbell finished with uh, 15, 5-5, five and five. overall a great game for him. Did have uh, 4 turnovers, which I think is going to be uncharacteristic. I think you'll see him handle the ball a little bit better than that, uh, but again, first game, the team, Long Beach State, really packed the paint, mm-hmm. and they got their hands on a couple deflections. I like Cody Riley, too, down though. I think when he got the ball with his back to the basket or even facing up, he was really aggressive looking to score. Um, he had a couple finishes, a couple and ones. Um, he he looked solid. He was, aggress- he was aggressive getting into the offensive glass as well. So between – I like that lineup with Jalen Hill and Cody Riley together. That was something that – I wasn't necessarily expecting to see a lot of, but it worked out well for the Bruins. Yeah, and there is obviously, you can see that that lineup maybe hasn't played that much together in preseason and in practice because there was a couple exchanges and a couple spacing issues. But I think going forward, I would like to see that be their dominant lineup because I think they they could really handle teams inside, especially when you have a guy like Chris Smith who's playing on the perimeter but is able to slash in and get rebounds and able to slash in and finish above the rim because he is an athlete. He is an NBA-type athlete that can have an impact in that category. I don't think we're going to see another three-man that we'll play against this year that's going to have the size and athleticism and the length as a guy like Chris Smith. So he needs to take advantage of that and use it not just – um, on the offensive end, but also on the defensive end, getting into passing lanes and then in a rebounding aspect. He very well can lead us in rebounds this year just because when the other bigs are down are down low blocking out, he has the ability to just go in there and clean up all those all those loose boards. Yeah, I mean, he said it last year that he feels that he underachieved, and I think a lot of the Bruins, play, probably his teammates and probably fans that have watched the game will say the, say the same thing with the guy that his size and his talent and his ability. But it was nice to see him come out and have a great – a great game, really, in my opinion. I know he made some a couple mistakes, but overall, 
Good first game. The stat stat sheet stuffer. I mean, for sure. If you can if you can build off of that as your first game, you're yeah. you're heading in the right direction. Absolutely. All right. Let's uh, let's move on and talk a little bit about the Bruins matchup on Sunday at 4 p.m. against the UCSB Gauchos. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a tougher opponent. Uh, a veteran squad uh, returning a lot of their main guys. Um, they won their first game at home against Jackson State by 21. They uh, looked, good, you know, they looked good. They it are, was it was tight in the first half. They had they had a little test, but they ended up pulling away. Very well balanced, though. I feel like they got a couple guard, guards that can really shoot the ball at a high clip. And also, this is gonna be the first time that the Bruins are coming against a big that's pretty formidable. I mean, they the, the big fella down there. I'm not sure um, his name. So. I'm sorry if I mispronounce it, but finished with 20 points, nine rebounds. They also have a big coming in as well. Finished with six points, eight rebounds, and I think 15 minutes. So they got good size. They got good balanced scoring. This is going to be a much tougher opponent than the Long Beach State team. You're talking about a team uh, in Santa Barbara that finished 22 and 10 last year, 10 and six in conference, and is returning a lot of guys. Yeah, made it to the semis of their conference tournament where they ended up losing, but they do have a lot of talent. It's going to be an extremely tough test for the Bruins. Um, what game Saturday, correct? Sunday. Sunday. Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon. So we got an afternoon game. Those games are always a little bit tough because it's a earlier diff- start. Earlier start, different timing, different different day schedule, different shoot around time. So um, overall. I'm looking forward to that game. I'm going to be tuned in watching that game to see how the Bruins perform against a, a more veteran uh, opponent, a tougher opponent. A little more firepower. But I'm also looking forward to seeing the adjustments. Like, what, what do we take from game one? Yeah. And, and what are we trying to work on and get better at in game two? Um, I'd like to see, you know, the things we just talked about. A little more fluidity on the offensive end, catch, catching, making quick and quicker decisions, yeah. um, and getting down into that paint. And um, defense Take, taking taking the open shots when you have them, mm-hmm. not forcing the issue, not trying to you know get in your bag and create mm-hmm. create a one on one situation where you're going to pound the ball, but uh, taking your shots early on the shot clock when they come as well. Good shots, not not, not bad shots, but you're looking for your good shots mm-hmm. no matter where they are, even if they're you know at 22, 20 shot, 20 seconds on the shot clock. Mm-hmm. So again, I think I'm interested to see how the Bruins guard those perimeter guys that UCSB has. I think one one guy had 20 points, another one had 17 points. They got another guard that chipped in 12 points. So yeah. very well-rounded. Uh, the, this is probably the biggest test that Cody Riley, Jalen Hill, and uh, Alice Olashinsky is going to face in the, the big fellow that they have for, for the Gout shows. Yeah, and you know, McCronin's staple is defense. We're going up against a little bit more firepower. Uh, I would like to see the Bruins step up to the challenge and you know take it take, take it personal i would love to see them hold this team do a sub 40 percent shooting percentage yeah i would like to also see them hold them under 65 i think is a decent they came off they scored 83 against jackson state well this is a team i think they averaged you know in the mid 70s last year as a team yeah so, so. I, but i do think mccronan wants to play in the 60s mm-hmm. you know at least hold opponents in the 60s mm-hmm. uh, so let's see if if chris smith could come out and and make an impact defensively as well as all the other guys. Uh, you know, it's going to be a tough opponent, and I'm looking forward to the game. Definitely. All right, everyone, that's a wrap. We want to thank you all for tuning in to Episode 3 of the Ware Brothers UCLA Basketball Podcast. We look forward to seeing you all next time.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.